the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with someone who is very well rested. <laughs> we'll tell you why in just a little bit. I have with me Professor Courtney Brown, who is an electrical engineer and computer scientist with a passion for social justice. He works to encourage innovation and an entrepreneurship among historically underrepresented populations. And his vision of social justice includes creating the foundation and infrastructure current and future generations can use to educate themselves, improve their economic position and create innovations that they uh, that they own leading to sustainable wealth. And a few other things about Courtney. He's got so many different things that he's involved in. Um, but he has developed something that is called the Professor Brown's four-point plan for social justice through technology, education, and invention. And that's part of an initiative that he has launched called Bitbucket, which we will um, certainly talk about that in a, a little bit. And we will also talk about his sabbatical, which is what I was talking about in terms of the best rested man I know right now. Uh, he's taken a sabbatical from Merritt College where um, he has just worked diligently in the computer science division. And um, he's currently updating his work as his uh, with his master's of science and computer uh, computer science thesis on designing neural networks. With two goals, explaining AI and neural networks in its simplest terms for non-technical folks and teaching anyone who's willing to learn. And that does sound like a (laughs) (laughs) Courtney-ism. A Courtney-ism. Anyone who's willing to learn, Courtney will jump right in there. Um, I just wanted to also mention that this will be our sixth East Bay Interagency Training Council, EBIATC Collaborative Spotlight of a Series and again, Courtney is the CEO and founder of Bitbucket, inventor, um, electrical engineers, computer scientist, neural network specialist, AWS Academy educator, and so on and so on and so on. So now you see why Courtney needs so much press. Welcome to the show, Courtney. <laughs> Glad to be here, Vanessa. Are my audio levels okay? Yeah, you sound great. Excellent. Thank you well, for being here. So. Yeah, tell me what have you been up to? You've been on sabbatical, but it looks like you've been working on something, even on sabbatical. Tell me more. Well, it's one of my passions um, because I uh, like learning. And Mm -hmm. one of the ways I help improve learning for students is to learn how to teach machines to do things, (laughs) which is, um, believe it or not, a little as hard as teaching someone to do something. Um, A lot of my inspiration comes just not just from social justice, but from art. As well, I think it was uh, Audrey Lord that said, "The master's tools will not dismantle the master's house." Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that drives me is creating 
new tools that people can do use to deconstruct the construction of a biased, systemically oppressive system. That's wow. a mouthful. Uh, but that uh, that's one of the things that um, makes the experience of working with the East Bay Interagency Training Council so rewarding because I'm doing it with other people. Uh, if you remember, Ruby Bridges, the first black person to desegregate Louisiana schools, <laughs> she was there alone. There were mm. you know, some escorts around her, and that's in one lifetime. Ruby Bridges is 68 years old. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, and so um, it's quite a different landscape to be the first and only to being with company of like minds whose hands are working, whose spirits are whole and healing each other, and to have some uh, constructive things to offer the community. We don't just want to take your money. <laughs> we want you to uh, make money. And one of the, the philosophies I work with is uh, if I were to you know, work in Silicon Valley and just make bank and give it away, a lot of that would yeah. just go to taxes and to people who are well prepared to just fleece money before it reaches the person. But if I teach 100 people how to make $100,000, I put a million dollars into the community directly to the hands of people, hairdressers, cab drivers, corner stores, you name it. And not only that, um, <laughs> they're, they're able to continue working for themselves and realize that um, they create value. And that's an mm. amazing thing to just uh, be a part of and to see. So I'm going to pause for a minute because I could ramble on a little bit more. But I mean, I'm just really happy to be working. Uh, yeah. Not the only, not even the first, and with without the support of people like the Consortium for the Information Systems Executives that uh, Jim Cates and Mark Egan leads, uh, we would not be in this position. We would not have accredited uh, degrees and certificates to offer students for the first time in Alameda County and Peralta School District until the 2015 founding of the Cybersecurity Program. There were no educational programs leading to entry-level jobs in tech. And that's a, a head-scratching, head-shaking. I'm shaking my head. Mm -hmm. So um, not only uh, is Jim a trailblazer, but he came to Peralta to help kick down doors. We had a very savvy uh, inside person, Anita Black, who knew everything about instruction. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, as part of that team, I just... I just knew how to plan and execute while they made sure the students were supported. And so now we've got one of the top programs in the, in the cybersecurity in the country. And our students place in the top 1% of national competition against 3,674 teams from more than 300 schools, universities, grad schools, students and professors. And our students are killing it. Killing it. Yeah. And so I'm just really excited because not only... Am I seeing the, the, the faces that, wow, I'm really that good? But 90% of the students that have their degrees or certificates are working in the field, making, you know, making bank. And 77% have achieved living wave for the San Francisco Bay Area. Woo! That's saying a lot. That's well in the six figures. Yeah, and they just uh, did that with just 24 months, two years, four semesters. And a maximum of three thousand dollars in cost, but fifteen hundred for the certificate. I mean, that's every dollar spent on that tuition is being multiplied like fifty to sixty times. And I have a chart that actually would tell them what the multiple is because I do that kind of work. I'm an engineer, so <laughs> yeah, I am just uh, delighted not only to have that program, but as of 2019, Peralta has the first ever associate in computer science degree. Ever. And that is wow. the entry level degree to become a software developer. And mm -hmm. not only can you get it for free with the you know, California Promise, if you already have a degree, it's only 1500 bucks and you can get uh, accredited courses that transfer to UC, CSU, Cal Poly. And I mean, that's amazing because not only can you become a software developer, but you can do it without incurring a lot of student debt. Yes. Yeah. So that's I'm, huge. Yeah. So that's 2019. And mm -hmm. 2021 is where we got the Capstone Information Systems course, DevOps, 
And that's where you learn how to automate computer information systems. It's used in building software. If you have DevOps certifications, you are never unemployed. And you're Mm -hmm. often working for yourself because you're using automation to do three or four jobs at the same time. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's, that's one of the most powerful economic uh, equalizers because you know how to automate the information systems. Everybody needs that. You know how to build software. And, you know, you can do it for yourself if you have your own solopreneur. That's what I call it. When you just say, I'm tired of working for someone. I'm just going like, to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Then you can not only get the degree to where you know how to write software or evaluate software someone writes for you, you can automate it using your own DevOps credentials. And so, hey, the, the heavy lifting is, is done. And now we have to get the word out because mm. not everybody knows that these degrees are here. And the people mm. that have them, they're off making money. They're not coming back to talk about it. They're busy. <laughs> they're getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's you know, one, or, one or more like, you know, weddings from students now that they're just out there yeah so i'm just i I don't know i want to see what students do i want to see them thrive and i want to see what else they invent because the things i create they're not for me they're for the next generation right and we saw that we saw that when um black lives matter uh took up twitter because prince gave them money to to do it that really made the purpose of Twitter fulfilled because it was all about creating public pressure for social change. And, you know, it's, it's like, um, was it Ella Baker that says young people come first? They have the courage where we fail, you know, mm-hmm. teaching them to stand and fight is the only way the struggle prevails. And so um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not on that. I'm not, that. Yeah. but the yeah. kids, the kids yeah. are on it. And I'm hearing about things like the, the students that staged a walkout and protest of uh, gun violence in schools. Uh, we see the electorate mobilizing. We see them making changes in Wisconsin. And we see it because it's, it's, a, a, it's native to them. We don't have to teach them how to do stuff. <laughs> and so that's one of the things I really want to uh, highlight about the way that we work together in EBITC, the way that uh, merit is a place for people to not only uh, feel affirmed, and supported. There are so many student success and support programs that uh, are in addition to whatever you're doing. So it's kind of like we you know, just try to make an environment where you can focus on learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's mm. so good. I'm, I'm, so we're going to take a quick break, um, and uh, we're going to um, uh, just give a give a few minutes for our commercials, but um, there's a, so many things I want to ask you. I want to ask you about AI, about neural diversity, um, and, you know, how you s- see those things kind of snapping together. And um, and also this huge market disruption that we're seeing right now with the laying off of 300,000 uh, and or firing, you know, however you want to look at it, of 300,000 tech individuals and how, um, you know, how you, what's your take on where we go from here? So we're going to come back asking Courtney a lot of uh, different questions um, from his vantage point, especially now that he's rested. No, I'm not jealous. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious? Or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. 
Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with the very gifted and multifaceted and rested Professor Courtney Brown, who is a uh, doing some amazing work to create social justice using um, a foundation of integration of technology and social justice and hoping that the, all of this will lead to sustainable wealth uh, for the community in many, many years to come. And so we have been talking about what we are doing as a council, East Bay Interagency Training Council, as was mentioned earlier. Um, We are both members of that council. And I wanted to just take it back a little bit, um, just so we have a little more of the history here. So we joined EBIATC, Love Never Fails did, in um, January of 2020, uh, just before the pandemic hit. And we had, you know, we were drawn to the uh, council because of the focus on marginalized, underserved, under-resourced communities. And certainly with us um, serving uh, with IT Biz, a community of folks that are not just impacted by human trafficking, but by all kinds of experiences that um, are potential barriers to uh, re- receiving sustainable income, right, and uh, and and surviving, and so um, you know, I was just so pleased to hear about the degree programs and the certificate programs that you had um, implemented, um, and you and Jim, you know, and Darlene working so diligently to that end, and Anita, um, and Anita for those who are listening, audience, Anita, Anita has passed on. And we just love her and um, her legacy lives on in the work that we are doing um, here. But uh, tell me about those early days, Courtney. Um, how did you come up with sort of the, the menu of uh, degree programs that you pursue, that you put together? Uh, what made you do that? And how were you able to um, get those on the books? What kind of an impact is that making? Um, do we see people graduating? And, you know, as you mentioned, you mentioned that some of them are heavily successful. But to what degree? I'd love to hear from you. Well, I, I was um, recruited by Jim when I was presenting at a tech fair in Oakland. And, um, you know, he looked at what I was showing the courses because I was teaching as a freeway flyer at City College of San Francisco. College of San Mateo. And um, so in order to really be successful, I need to have control over all my instructional material because I'm moving from campus to campus. I can't leave it at CCSF or CSM. And so I was showing him the courses I was teaching based on my industry experience. So I worked in the industry for a really long time. And I started out as a hardware designer, designing computers and embedded systems, and then went into telecommunications with AT&T. And then I worked around Silicon Valley for almost 20 years consulting because there's no company that's going to have a promotion pathway. Most companies are just one-shot companies, one product, and there's no way for you to grow professionally. And so I would move from Intel to Apple to Silicon Graphics to Euphonics, you name it, simply because that's how I got the interesting products and projects. And that gave me visibility into the valley like, who is hiring for what and why? And so that's one of the things that informed uh, my work when I joined Jim and Anita in creating technology entry level programs uh, for Merrick College and the Peralta Community College District. And so because I know hardware, I know software, I know telecommunications, I was able to see some of the intersections that really make for a long lived career. Sometimes people, you know, they're studying the thing that's hot for 18 months. And then when it's dropped, suddenly they're gone. They're out the door. One of the reasons that we're seeing some turmoil in the industry is because uh, the hot skills are not as hot anymore. And so um, in looking at the, the programs I wanted to put together at Merit, I wanted to put together the opportunity for people to 
pivot without you know a lot of uh, retraining, where you can just take one more course and suddenly you know, you're you're into DevOps or you're into cybersecurity or you're into that. And the thing that's really exciting about Merit College is that both the information systems, the systems that people build and run businesses, and the computer science, uh, the ones that make software, are in the same department. Most colleges have an ITIS department, and then they have a separate computer science department. So they're missing out on the opportunity for software to automate IT and IS. And mm. so that's one of the things that makes um, the merit program really compelling because we might start with application security, security in software, and then they can take the courses they learn in cybersecurity for application security. And it's an elective in computer science. And so not only do they have the security, they've got the software and automation and makes for more opportunities. One of those opportunities is uh, the reason I went for the California Apprenticeship Initiative Grant mm -hmm. to uh, create uh, apprenticeships in secure software development. That's computer science and application security and uh, secure infrastructure DevSecOps. That's computer science and infrastructure or hardware security. And so that was funded. And, and what I'm looking forward to is uh, getting people into apprenticeships because they start earning from day one. All their tuition books and you know things are paid for and they're matched with an employer. And 90% of the apprentices that complete an apprenticeship are hired by that employer. And so that's another pathway that's you know, independent but complementary to what we're doing in cybersecurity. And I just want I just want our kids to have all the things. Yes, me too. Yeah. So, so if you're listening in, and you know, we're going to keep talking about some of these um, wonderful stories. We're actually going to bring forth a few success stories, um, just so you kind of have a, a, an appreciation to what this actually how this actually translates into impacting these lives i just loved what you said courtney about you know i'm turning my whatever it is i know i turned in a couple hundred thousand dollars from my high-tech job cashed it in so that a hundred people could get a hundred thousand dollars i love that that is it right there and it's mm -hmm. worth everything but anyway so so i want to just start you off if you're listening in and you're going yep I, this, you know, that's what I want to have happen here. I want to encourage you to go ahead and get started by going to tinyurl.com forward slash EBIATC 2023. And by the way, that starts off with the HTTPS forward slash or colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com EBIATC. And there you will, uh, you will, so it's a secure site and there you will be able to get in or you can just type in tinyurl.com forward slash EBIATC 2023. And there you will be able to fill out the cybersecurity and IT pathways interest and assessment form. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Courtney Brown. And we're just talking about all things tech and ways that we can um, make an impact to um, people's lives that are underserved, under-resourced, marginalized in our community using tech as a transformative platform for their economic sustainability. And I wanted to touch on um, artificial intelligence. Um, so, and actually bring in this whole, you know, I've, I've seen some narratives out there saying, you know, here, chat GPT came out, all of this AI came out. Now everybody's lost their jobs, right? That's a narrative that's come out. And so we're all being replaced with bots and we're all being replaced with AI and automation. And um, 
And, you know, I did, I actually saw an article that talked a lot about how AI is impacting DevOps. What's your take on that? Courtney? Well, um, AI is uh, just really the latest reason that people are using to fire people because they've always wanted to fire people. Uh, in yeah. fact, um, one of the things that you know, they call the death of capitalism is when Jack Welch was being celebrated as a CEO for all these returns, um, fired a lot of people. <laughs> and it's, in essence, where productivity and compensation were tied together, there's this curve when Jack is, is you know, popular and you know, compensation is flat while productivity keeps on going up. And so uh, the AI that they're talking about is really only the most basic of artificial intelligence because my studies modeled the neurons directly and, you know, created enough interconnections that I could see significant behavior like intelligence. But one of the things that is very important is the data that is used to train the network. You have to be sure that it's accurate, that it's biased. And normally they will have a separate category for training, separate set of data for testing, and then you'll have real-time data doing that. And so, uh, ChatGPT and the large language model really has just scooped up everybody's writing, everybody's paper, yeah. everybody's article, everybody's song lyrics, and just statistically, because you know there are only so many ways you can make an English sentence, figures out what word comes next and is able to regurgitate what is copied or stolen from other people. Uh, but it doesn't understand what the word means. And so the missing level is what they call semantic intelligence, insight into the meaning, because it's learned the words. It's like a toddler who's learned the words, and ultimately they're going to go learn some bad words and mm -hmm. they're come ask you, what does it mean? So the, your role in, in AI is the meaning, being able to discern the meaning. And so... Um, that's one of the things that's uh, really uh, important. And when it comes down to uh, jobs, we've always had to uh, future-proof ourselves. Mm -hmm. you know, if we made buggy whips, we had to find a way to turn it into making belts or handbags or something. Because you know, when the steam engine got rid of the horse, it you know, lost a lot of jobs. But the people that were ready we're able to continue and provide. And that's really the most important message. And uh, a lot of people that are afraid of AI, they're, they're just looking for something to be afraid of because mm -hmm. it's more gratifying to wave your hands and, and wail and say, oh my God, they're ruining my life rather than say, well, what can I do to improve my life, to change or to do it? Or what is this AI? Let me open this up and find out and then I won't be so afraid. You have to look inside the box. And that's really what I'm talking about when I say uh, I want to teach people how to make their own. Because what's really interesting is 32 years ago, <laughs> I, uh, when, when computers were still running around 4 megahertz, 8 megahertz, is when I wrote my software. And I wrote software that um, can emulate just about any form of AI out there because um, that's what I needed to complete my grad school. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. The software that was efficient on those old computers flies now because you not only have computers running a billion times faster, you've got more memory. And in fact, my uh, code is so efficient that it fits inside what they call the CPU cache. It means that, you know, the CPU doesn't often have to go out to memory. So it's just like blazing along and things that took months to simulate a long time ago are done in seconds now. And so what my uh, interest is, is that this stuff runs on a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> it runs on mm -hmm. your old laptop. It mm -hmm. runs on Arduino. It runs on these single board things that NVIDIA make called Jetsons. And, mm -hmm. and it runs really fast. But because I control the full software stack, I'm not limited to the software I wrote. I can combine it with NVIDIA's CUDA, their neural networks. Intel has uh, acceleration things. And so what's really... Uh, good is that the core of what AI is being able to emulate a different form of computing, mm -hmm. that's going to be in people's hands. But the fact that it's not separated from the other toolkits now, the other toolkits that run on your computer or run on AWS means that 
once you have the AI, you can take it wherever you want to go, make your own robot, make your own thing. And, and, you know, there's some social justice things coming up uh, off that. But one thing that I wanted to you know, highlight to you is that because I was taking in whatever data sets for artificial intelligence, neural networks, I came up with a feature of the program where if the data set is expressed in a spreadsheet, <laughs> see these values, make this decision, then I can take that spreadsheet and generate a neural network from it. <laughs> so, you know, like that's really uh, opening the door because if you can master a spreadsheet or, you know, just like columns and decisions, then suddenly you're jump starting your neural network with your data that you create. And, you know, so not only do you own that, you know where it comes from, you know what it is. And if there's bias out there, you can A-B test your neural network against someone else. You don't have to take their word mm. for it. And what people are you know, saying right now is they're trying to push this narrative that, oh, no, start with the data that we've trained. Start with our models. And the downside is that you don't know what they put in their models. Uh, just like their models of facial recognition misidentify people of color. You know, it's like mm -hmm. because not included in the, the sample. So when you can make your own, you can take a grain of salt, all the other things that people are saying in any domain. So that's one of the things I'm really excited about. Plus, you know, I'm looking at my old code and like, man, that kid was smart. <laughs> yeah, that you know, kid like, 30 years ago, huh? Yeah. And, and one of the things is that um, I really wasn't guessing. I was just following my interest. And it was because of the support of my community and family. And uh, where I went to school, it was a specialized school, Stuyvesant for math science. It was free as long as you got in. But my, uh, my older brothers and sisters, they did something amazing, which is they, they went to college and kept their textbooks. So in our house were textbooks and everything from chemistry and biology to you name it. And so by the time I got to college, through the benefit of the free education and the forward-thinking family, I was ready. I understood what college was and not just how to get in, but how to get out and graduate because you got to have a plan if you're going to avoid those obstacles. And that's why when I look at the support programs at Merit, I'm saying, man, these kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just well, going to yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, um, I want to talk a little bit about that in, in our next segment is, um, uh, really do want to highlight a couple of success stories, but also just talking about um, our desire to get more people in mm -hmm. in the door and um, and some of the challenges, some of the barriers that we experience in getting people in the door um, and keeping them in the door. Because I think, you know, it, it, it's, it can't be underestimated here how challenging it can be when you're facing homelessness or when you are. Um, you know, when you're in a domestic violence relationship or coming out of human trafficking and have PTSD episodes to kind of keep your head in the game while you're learning for, you know, for even for me with IT biz, we're only keeping folks for six months. Um, and then, you know, then they go on to continue on with with your uh, certificate and, and degree programs, which is another, you know, uh, 18 to 24 months. Um, because they're co-enrolled in merit while they're in the first six months with us. And it's, so it's it's still, you know, that's a long time. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that and um just uh just kind of talk about some of the things that we knowingly and intentionally have been trying to do to address some of that with apprenticeships, with internships, and so on. So we'll be right back and thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. 
Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with uh, Professor Courtney Brown, who's uh, also the CEO of Bitbucket. I want to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, but just uh, talking about a variety of things, tech, and how we can use that to impact um, our underserved, under-resourced communities and um, one of the things I wanted to just bring back from your last segment um, was your comment about how we have to, um, you know, tech is just this way. It disrupts itself. Right. It um, and you have to anticipate that it's going to disrupt markets and it will disrupt itself. It's the nature of what it is. And so I personally, because I am a lifelong learner, I like it. Uh, but it can be very disturbing to people because some people want things to stay the same um, and change is hard for people. And so and and by the way, that sometimes is uh, going back to what we said we we're going to talk about in the segment with um, with the barriers, the, you know, learning new languages, learning new ways to do things when your whole life you've done things a different way. Now you're coming into higher education or you're having to be, um, you know, in school and intensively studying certain topics that are like a completely, you know, foreign language. Courtney, talk to me about that. Well, you your thoughts? Uh, you've hit on a couple of really important things where, I mean, in education, uh, the Black Panthers, you know, brought about, you know, breakfast in schools because you can't teach a hungry child. And so when you're dealing with uh, domestic violence, homelessness, you know, food insecurity, you are not necessarily going to um, be the best student. And that's why having a partnership with something like Love Never Fails, which serves a specific need, if we have enough of those organizations serving different needs, then we can be ready to speak to the student and to teach that child. And one of the things that's really important is with technology, you're learning a language. And so the way that we learn languages is you read the language, you write the language, and you speak the language. And that speaking is very important because that's one of the barriers in the workplace. If you're not using what they call terms of art in the domain of technology, then you're excluded from really understanding what's going on in the meeting. And so, um, you know, there might be a meeting where, you know, you're working with some technology and staff and someone might say, oh, we're going to we're going to do a stack and then you know have a queue. Unless, you know, those are specific data structures with specific behaviors, you're going to be like smiling <laughs> and a then pancake just, stack. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. And, and so in, 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 in terms of <laughs> workplace sustainability, jobs and bias, language is very important for making sure that you're included and for reading whatever the winds are telling you. And so in terms of language, one of the most important things is to practice the language, to be incrementally corrected, to have chances to test your, your uh, knowledge. And that's why Bitbucket is something that I created. And a Bitbucket is where all the cut and paste things that you don't use go. It goes into the Bitbucket and it's considered like a round file garbage kind of thing. But in the history of African-Americans, when we're given like, overripe fruit that's about to rot. We don't just complain. We invent cobblers. <laughs> we make moonshine. And so the bit book is all about, you know, taking these bits that might be discarded and then repurposing mm. them with the inventiveness of, you know, the African and minority and, you know, communities and immigrant communities. And so that's one of the things in the design of Bitbucket as an online learning system. You can check your work many times before you submit it grading to the professor. And in technology, it's usually a, a fire once and forget kind of thing. You only have one shot to have your program evaluated because it's uh, labor intensive, because there's not enough staff. And so this is where I use some of my expertise in AI and uh, technology to provide a way for each course or assignment. A student can push a button and find out how correct is it. 
And there are, and so that's a really uh, flipping the technology education on its head because you're not just being judged by this person who doesn't look like you. You've taken back some of the power to check yourself and your work before you submit your work for evaluation. Mm, and that like really, that. really changes the, the mind space of uh, the student because they're not just in a high risk situation for 18 months or however long right. it takes. You can, they can bite off as much as they can chew. And if they uh, push the button and they only got 65 out of 80 or 90 points, there's usually like helpful things that I, that, you know, can that be part of message. Like, oh, did you read this chapter on blah, blah, blah? Did you do this? Did you mm-hmm. get this kind of error? And so um, it also reduces the scope of knowledge they can master before seeing results. And that's, one, that. of, that's one of the philosophies that as you're talking about, program that helps students succeed. Uh, when we talk about apprenticeship, we are shortening the window bef- between committing to a program and receiving your first dollar. Right. And, and we uh, can't emphasize that enough. We want, I really want everyone to hear this because I always say this to people. My students do not have the luxury to wait for even two years before they see payment. When you are living from check to, from, from month to month and you maybe got uh, you know, I don't know, an Uber or a Lyft job, you know, a survival job. And you've got people, you've got, maybe you have a child who's getting ready to turn 15 and you want to throw them a quinceanera, or you want to be able to give your child a good Christmas, or you want to be able to help your family member, maybe something more serious with this ailment. And they only have certain number of months before they're They've passed because they're not getting the right medications. These kind of things will drive people to do the craziest things and the most dangerous things. And unfortunately, even to human trafficking. And so um, if we can, you know, reduce that window uh, by this apprenticeship program, uh, I just can't emphasize it's, it's a must, 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 must. So go back to you, Courtney, you were saying, yeah. you were yeah. saying. And, and so getting that first dollar in their hands on the first day of classes really helps them understand that they are on a path to uh, a better economic position. And the way apprenticeship works is that you advance in wage towards journeyman. And at the end, you are making more than you started. All your books are paid for. Your tuition and fees are paid for. And so all you have to do is be present and find the support you need because people in situations like that, uh, domestic violence or home insecurity, going into a classroom is the first big bet they will make on themselves having access to a better future. And so by you being present, by, by us being aware in the classroom and by designing the program so there's an opportunity to start making money before, you know, 18 months out. That's really speaking to what can keep someone persisting. And one of the important things about the design of programs I've put together is that the programs are stackable. So Mm. if you're uh, going for a DevOps program, that's 18 months out. But if you might uh, take project management, there's an introduction to IT project management course that you can take, and then you can start working as an associate project manager. And so the opportunity is there to get revenue and monetize the different skills you apply. And you don't have to have the whole basket. You know, you can just take each piece as it goes. And so that's one of the things I want to say is that the programs that merit are designed so that, you can stack them. And if you have this degree and come back and take a few more classes, suddenly you're in a whole other uh, situation. And so if someone has their application security degree, comes back and takes seven computer science courses, they are now a software developer. They can transfer into a Bachelor of Computer Science program. And in 2016, the income for uh, a Bachelor of Computer Science was $140,000. The income for a master's was $141,000. You want to know why? Because a lot of us with masters go into teaching and we drag down the, <laughs> the salary curve. <laughs> we cause it to crater because uh, we'd rather see you know, the next generation get those wow. bucks. Wow. Well, there you go. 
It's the story of our lives, right, Courtney? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Absolutely. We're going to take a break um, and we're going to come back and just uh, remind people how they can get involved today in this cybersecurity and technology program, uh, an IT pathway program. And um, and so uh, we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We have just been having a great time here with Courtney. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, it's a pleasure. How, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm so glad you're coming back here and and um, for all of your expertise and opening so many doors um, for um, our students to learn about um, you know this higher higher education in the technology arena. Really appreciate it. Uh, also, thank you for um, bringing, you know, uh, helping me understand how to come on as an adjunct professor at Merit. That's been a real, um, real pleasure, real honor uh, uh, for me in my life. And to be able to give our IT biz uh, students the opportunity to co-enroll and get college credit while they're enrolled in our courses has been transformative for them, even even if only psychologically to know that I am enrolled in college, I might be 50 that I'm enrolled in college. I'm 30 and I I never thought I'd go to college and I'm enrolled in college. And there's Um, a tangible benefit that you're giving because when they apply for a job, they can say high school and some college. Yes. And that is one of the biggest barriers in, um, in, in getting into the profession that you want. And there's so much about that, but I really want to focus on making sure I speak to uh, what's essential in this fifth and final segment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so just um, how can people get in touch with you to learn more about Bitbucket? Um, I will just say one more time, just as a reminder, um, you can sign up for um, the IT training um, and cybersecurity and IT pathway uh, by going to tinyurl.com forward slash E-B-I-A-T-C 2023. Um, but how can people get in touch with you, Courtney, and learn more about what you're doing? Uh, the best way is to go to HTTPS bitbucketacademy.com because um, it, it, that's really giving the whole picture of what's available, what the philosophy is, who am I, and what can you do? And I'm going to make Courses available that people can enroll in for free just to see what is this thing called technology and what are these courses? And it's going to go through PayPal. But the idea is a lot of times people will answer their own questions if they have the opportunity to kick the tires. And in order to really get the most out of merit and uh, the program, they need to talk to the school, to the president and say, we want these technology courses because you might think that people know and they understand they don't. <laughs> and so part of what I have to do is to educate the college about these are the courses. The, these are the jobs that you know students are getting. But I need the voices of the community because it's a community college. And so that's where the community has to speak up and say, we want this. Or can I take these courses? Or can my kid who's in high school take these courses? And the answer is yes, 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 and yes. And mm-hmm. um, so that's one of the things, because these programs have not been here. Right. It's only 2015 that the first programs landed. So people don't know. And even though you know we're still in the generation of Ruby Bridges, where just going to school was a thing, going to school that you want to go to to get what you want is a connection that not a lot of people make. And that's not why it's so yeah, important yeah. for us to do what we're doing. But I just want to yeah. pause for a minute. Yeah. So I just wanted to say we promised a few success stories and I can just tell you uh, we've had so many people that come from uh, high trauma, domestic violence, human trafficking, homelessness, drug addiction, graduate from IT biz, co-enrolled in merit as part of the EBITC program as valedictorian, as salutatorian. Um, we've had every we've had, you know, people who are lifers 
graduate and do amazing, um, you know, in their in their careers. And these are different walks of life, different experiences, different ethnicities, different genders. Um, and it's just been, you know, to me, um, providing this kind of education has been a, a unifier and it's been a liberator. And so with that, we are going to have to bring our show today to a close. But again, thank you, Courtney, for being here. Um, yeah, thank you to Jim and Darlene and so many others that just give of themselves so selflessly uh, so that we can reach the uh, people that we are uh, educating together. And of course, I wanted to just remind you all that uh, you can find out about a lot of events that we have going on in our uh, With Love Never Fails on our website. Don't forget to sign up for our upcoming uh, Freedom Walk in September. Um, you can get that at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. And we have a bunch of other things going on. We have a um, um, Juneteenth events that we're involved in, different fairs that we're going to be tabling at. Um, I want to invite you out to the Oakland Violence Prevention Coalition uh, Peace Summit that's happening on uh, June the 24th at Laney College from 10 to 4 p.m. Uh, go to the theviolencepreventioncoalition.com and you will uh, be able to learn more about that there. All right. I think that's all I have for you today. Of course, if you haven't heard it before on this show or otherwise, or perhaps you need to hear it again, I want you to always remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.